VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such amazing guests that help you change your life in a positive way, that help you get the results you want and make your dreams happen. You know, I believe in Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I. That's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live successful and happy lives. Today is certainly no exception. You can call us if you're listening on Monday, March 5th, live at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. You can call us at 866-472-5788. We are talking today about career transition and about getting the right job, but getting the right job in a way that's entrepreneurial, where you can really be yourself hone your own skills and come to the table with who you are without having to couch it or uh, let some of your light not shine. We're talking about letting your light shine in, in so many ways. My guest today is Roy Blitzer, and his book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. Roy Blitzer is an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. He's worked with some amazing companies like Levi Strauss, The Gap, American President Lines, Wells Fargo, among others. Welcome, Roy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pleased to be on board. Good. You know, um, so many people get a job. They have the skills. They've been trained in an area. They're really good at what they do. They're not happy, and they're going to look for another job. But they want something different. Yet, that's not where they may get the job because it's not where their skill set is, according to corporate America. Exactly. What do you say to them? I say that there are three ingredients for good satisfaction on the job. The first is what your skills are. You need to define and really clarify what you're good at. And that's the first thing that you need to do before you think about moving or getting a better job. or tra- You need to be able to have a good understanding of what you're good at. So first is the skills. And you figure out what you're good at by obviously listening to the feedback that you've received throughout your life, even right. starting with your your family and friends and and going into the workforce if you're there already. What kind of, what do people have said in your reviews that tell you that you're good? So that's your skills. Mm-hmm. The second is what you're interested in. You have to be very honest with yourself about what you like to do. Do you like managing people, for example? Do you like working on projects? Do you like big organizations, small organizations? Mm-hmm. What are your interests? You know, mm-hmm. Figure out what you would do if you had unlimited time on your hands. And it's important that you focus what you're interested in because if you are doing things you don't like, then you're not going to be, as you would say, your light is not going to shine. You're not Mm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is your values. What's important to you? 
And be honest. If you want to make money, that's fine. But it's got to be clear that that's what you want and that's what's important. If you want, you know, a, a family life that keeps you home every evening and doesn't have you work late, then you may not be able to be, you know, fighting for some of these jobs that require, you know, 80 hours a week. Can you look for something in which you make money but also something you love so that you can combine the two? Of course you can. That's why uh, people like you are happy or I enjoy my work because you figure out what you like to do, what you're good at, and what's important to you. For example, if you are interested in helping people and you want to make a difference and you're good at marketing, then find something close to the biotech world or the Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical world, people that are making products that are improving lives and making things better. You don't have to be a social worker if you want to make a lot of money because we know that social workers don't. Mm -hmm. But you can make a difference by choosing what you're good at and matching it with what you like to do and what's important to you. So skills, interests, and value is the first thing you've got to clear up right away. And then you can sell yourself with those three things in mind. Mm-hmm. What about a person who has something they really love and they're not making much money at it, but this is where their passion is. So they keep doing that and doing that. And they make their money in other streams because they have other skills. But they always keep their vision alive for, you know, when can I turn this passion into the money? And eventually it comes, but sometimes it will take years to find all those puzzle pieces that work. I think you're a smart lady. Not only does it take time, it really is a very good, you know, exercise in what I call clarification of values. Mm -hmm. What's important? Mm -hmm. You know, you very often... Although our society makes it seem like you you can't have everything, you know, as my my mother used to have a great life. They don't pay you for nothing. If you're going to make two hundred thousand dollars, and you're probably going to travel a lot, take a lot of work home with you, make lots of big decisions, have lots of responsibility, that takes a toll. Isn't that a faulty belief? What is the faulty belief? Um, that that there's a price. Can't some? Can't you? Can't you make it happen so that? Um, there isn't a sacrifice. In other words, can you have it all? You can, but you have to be very clear of what the all is to you, and mm-hmm. whether your, you know, what are your non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, my theory to either, you know, packaging yourself or selling yourself, as I mentioned in the book, really depends on what a clear view of who you are. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned in your opening comments, this is not for the people who want to, you know, pretend. You need to know what you're good at, know where you need some yeah. improvement areas, and know what you want to do. And not necessarily forever, but what makes you sing. You know, as you say, you can have it all, but you may not have the all that you, you know, you envision. It has to have some kind of give and take to it, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let's deal with the fear piece, Roy. Okay, so you've, you've discovered all that, you figure it out, and you say, oh, how am I going to make this happen without losing the ground that I have financially? I have a family to support, kids to put through college, or I just don't want to take the risk of reducing my lifestyle. Okay, now that you just hit major, that's one of the values. You know, I'm not willing to bet my life on something. Mm-hmm. Or knowing who you are, I'm not a high risk taker. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of the kind of person that's going to take a calculated, you know, guess on what's the best. My theory is, 
just like you said, you're an instinct career coach, <laughs> that you need to be clear about what you're able to do within the framework of what you have. My theory is if you do what you love and you have a passion, then all the other stuff does fit into place. You find a way to make it happen. And I think that even though society puts lots of demands on us, if you are clear and very sort of what I would call pointed and how you sell yourself, mm-hmm. you'll get something you want in the right field with the right amount of money. But you just mm-hmm. can't sort of force fit yourself into something that doesn't work. So, Roy, in all your counseling with many thousands of people over the years, what's the biggest mistake you're finding people make? Why are they coming to you unhappy? What, what piece are they missing in this? Well, I think the major piece that they're missing is that they like what they may be doing, but they don't like who they're doing it for. Mm-hmm. For example, there's a difference in the world of career management between changing careers and changing organizations. What I counsel my colleagues and what I mention in the book, before you uproot your life, see what about your existing situation you don't like. And if it's people or systems or the commute or what these people are doing for a living or how they're treating you, mm-hmm. that's really worth changing organizations and places where you're doing it, not changing your job. For example, I work with a, a senior partner at one of the professional service groups, i.e. Bain or McKinsey, that kind of place. And he basically loves what he does, but he doesn't like the environment. Yeah. And we are working to get, not that he becomes a flower merchant, you know, and ends up, you know, doing flower decorations for weddings, which he also likes. He likes flowers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just basically trying to change the environment first and then see what happens. You don't need to do everything all at once. You can make little incremental changes and your life will be significantly happier. And as you mentioned again in your comments, it doesn't have to all come from your job. Yeah. You know, if you love theater and you like performing and you've realized that you're not going to get discovered, join a, you know, join a chorus. Uh, right. Participate right. in little theater. Uh, mentor and coach elementary school kids that, you know, can't go to a, an afternoon play or something. There are lots of things you can do to take your interests and round out your life that don't necessarily have to come from work. Mm. Right, tell us, Roy, how people can, can contact you and get a hold of your book. And I know you have another book that has stories of people that you've interviewed. Well, not only that, I'm so glad you mentioned. Uh, this Hire Me is a series of three books. The first one is the generic picture, you know, package yourself to get your ideal job. Mm-hmm. And those particular Copies are available now, any bookstore, any chain, also through Amazon, etc. The second book, which is also out, focuses on how to interview, and it's called Interviews That Get Offers. And that particular book is also a, and a readily available option for you to get more particulars about what to do in an interview. Mm -hmm. And I believe it takes all the stuff that we've just talked about. Mm -hmm. Selling what you're good at, asking questions that tell the people that you are interested in what they're doing and finding out more about them, etc. And the third book, which will be out 
probably at the uh, middle of May, is called Resumes That Get Results. Mm. And it's how to package or present your resume. For example, most people, when they do resumes, they just tell you what they've done, i.e., uh, ran a training program for new managers. Mm-hmm. Now, that's really nice, but it doesn't tell you what your accomplishments were. Right. So I think you need to say, ran a training program for new managers that received the highest ratings consistently in the two-year period mm. and reduced turnover by 3%. Mm. So, All right. And on that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and hear plenty more. Thank you. I'm here for you. Well, good. And your website is? My website. Uh, let me give you my email, which is even better. It's Roy at rjbconsulting.biz. Okay. And, and that's how people can reach there. What? People Anyone can. And I, I answer everybody. <laughs> okay. So, again, it's R... O-Y, Roy, mm-hmm. at rjbconsulting, all one word, mm-hmm. dot biz, okay. B-I-Z. That's what they give you now when net and com are out. Okay. All right, folks. We're listening to you, listening to Positive Living. My guest is Roy Blitzer, who's an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. His book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. Stay tuned, folks. You can call us after the break at 866-472-5788 if you're listening on Monday, March 5th, live from 11 to 12 Pacific, uh, noon, and uh, 2 to 3 Eastern. I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. 
Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Getterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Roy Blitzer, and his book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. Roy Blitzer is an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. He's worked with some of the top companies in the country and in the world. And what he talks about is that you are your product. And he talks about how you can package yourself and you can negotiate to present yourself in a way that would tell a CEO that they, you would be their best product. So welcome back, Roy. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here again. Oh, good. You know, I want to ask you something because it's on the back of your book. The back of your book mentions Donald Trump. Now, now, now look at, I mean, people like him and they don't like him. But, you know, nothing beats success. What is it, Roy, that he's got? I mean, lots of people are smart and they're brazen and they're sharp, but he's got something special. What is it? Well, I think it's an unyielding, uh, what I would call self-confidence. He is Uh not the least bit unsure of what he thinks he can do. Yep, that's true. And he presents himself as confident and able, and even if he's not... He sort of creates that. Yep. The other thing that Donald Trump does, and this is something, if you ever take these personality tests or you ever find out a little bit about your preferences as, a, as an individual person, yeah, he I doesn't have. care what people think of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I am sure that he is a very practical, tactical, you know, non-feeling kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't care what people think of him. So, therefore, he behaves in this self-confident, sort of, as you call it, brazen way, and manages to find that working for him. All right. So, now let's let's take that concept and let's add a new dimension. Let's take a Donald Trump, sort of, in terms of being confident, but someone who really does care about what people think and cares about the other person and and what they're doing and tries to create a win-win. How do you do that? Well, I think one of the ways you do that is in a field that it's respected. Mm. <laughs> you know, obviously, mm. let me just use the example of an attorney. Very good. I have two friends who are absolutely crackerjack attorneys. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is a litigator. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a great dad and he's a good friend, but he's a, you know, a I want to say, you know, a ball buster, bulldog. But, uh, yeah, bulldog, much better word. <laughs> right. And, you know, you don't, you don't go want to him. You see him in the courtroom. You just want to see him on the golf course, right? Well, you got it. But the point, <laughs> you just hit it right on. The point is you don't call him. 
when you want a nice guy to listen to. You exactly. call him to get your money when you're being yep. mistreated. Yeah. And it's the same with real estate. I can count on my hands the people in real estate who are financially successful who are sweet, warm guys are women. They aren't. They go for the jugular. I had a woman friend who was wanted to, to marry someone, and she said, I want a kind and warm CEO. And I said, well, gee, <laughs> you know, that's almost an oxymoron. That doesn't mean there aren't any, uh-huh. but it just means that if you want to do both and you choose a profession or a livelihood mm-hmm. that is leaning towards those personality strengths, mm-hmm. i.e., you know, mm-hmm. in the in the world of um, therapeutic help or consulting or like you in in health and, and body wellness, mm-hmm. you choose a profession mm-hmm. or a livelihood that those That's qualities yes and are respected. Yeah. You know, am I going to call Donald Trump up when I have a problem? Mm-hmm. Of course not. Mm-hmm. He generates this you know this mm-hmm. street smart kind of guy that's going to bulldoze you to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. And that, in a sense, is what's required in the work that he's doing. He's mm-hmm. making deals. He's, you know, getting tough on TV. He's perfect for what he is. Would yeah. you like him as a dad? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what you're, what you're really saying here is that the values are so important because if it's not in line with your values, you're just not going to be happy. Thank you. And you won't get the other end. You won't get what you want. Even if you're in the kind of place and doing the kind of work you love. Yes. And I'll I'll give an example. Um, In in my youth, I was very interested in becoming a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in this upper middle class, you know, very financially secure home where they thought teachers were taking a vow of poverty. Yeah. You know, who would want, why would you want to be a teacher? So what I did is I took my eagerness to help and give information and became, in the days when it wasn't very popular, a management trainer. I became an organizational teacher. Mm-hmm. And I taught people in business, made four times the money that a teacher did, and was mm-hmm. always very professionally happy. I was mm-hmm. doing what I liked and still managing to 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 meet the requirements that were somehow part of the deal for me at the time. Yeah, yeah. And you can all do that. For example, one of the the executives I worked with was was an accounting type. He had a CPA. He was working for a food chain, and he was miserable. He wasn't a food, but he was a former rock band guy. So we got him a job at Bill Graham Productions. And he now works for that organization as mm-hmm. one of their senior financial. He's thrilled to go to work every day. Yeah. Is he any looser as an accountant? No. Mm-hmm. But he's hanging out with musicians and he's right. meeting all the, the former people that he thought were terrific and he's making. So there's a way. You take what you're interested in. Right. So, so let, let's, uh, you have a book, a chapter in your book about packaging. Let's apply that because now that person you just described is not going to be happy if he has to walk and work with a suit every day. In fact, he's going to be so unhappy he probably won't stay, right? <laughs> well, what he needs, no, he will not stay because right. he also needs to know who his audience is. Mm-hmm. For example, the way you package yourself is to be true to yourself and meet the needs of your customer, i.e., if you are 
a um, a marketing executive or an advertising person. You can come in with spike hair and a studded turtleneck, and and you're in. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was once hiring a woman to be a salesman for this training company that I ran, and she had those kind of nails. <laughs> you know, this was ahead of her time that she had rhinestones and a little design mm. on her pinkies. And you know, I everyone that interviewed this lady was just turned off by the rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't quite realize that this wasn't, you know, Prada. You weren't selling fashion. You were selling improvements behaviors. Now, obviously, for some reason, she got the job. But the first thing that went were the nails. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't a happy camper. Yeah. From that day forward, she felt stifled. So in terms of packaging yourself, what I'm hearing from you is, Look at your environment and package yourself according to the environment, but B-U-T in capitals. Make sure you're going to be happy doing that. You've got it. Or know what you're doing. My other issue, which I think you've picked up and I hope your listeners have, is that you've got to be very true to who you are. You know, And if you are basically you know, covering up your piercings and you know, getting rid of your tattoos, and, then find a place where that's going to be acceptable because you'll spend your whole life doing that. And it's not going to work. You'll get ulcers. You won't be happy. The other thing that's happened is I think, you know, structurally, because the market is sort of pushing certain kinds of positions, for example, customer service or being good with people, if you don't like people and you don't want to work with them and you know that your skills are in technical things rather than people things, Mm -hmm. then don't knock your head against the wall. You know, try to get something that yeah. doesn't have much people coming. And, and for example, and, and I will give you a personal example on this one. I am not happy unless I can work in a situation that's really a win-win. So, Roy, you and I have an agreement, and I know that you're going to win and I'm going to win, and you're going to be happy and I'm going to be happy. If you tell me, well, all right, Patricia, I'll get into this deal with you, but, you know, you know I really would have liked it a little different. I would come back and work with you until you said to me I'm happy. But that's me. But you know that, and therefore you can have success in that. It's like the concept of packaging yourself. I suggest every person, before they go to the interview, hang out at the parking lot. See what people are wearing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a kid transferring schools. Mm -hmm. Go and see what people, what's in, what are, you know, I once did some work at the Gap, you had mentioned. Everyone there were black. I never saw color at all. So I went for an interview in a black turtleneck, got the job. They all look, you know, like cookie cutters. Do I like that? No. But you need to make sure that you meet your customers' expectations. As you said, everybody wins. The first time you go for a job interview, you wear the dressiest thing you can then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to take a break. And, and before we do, we have a few, um, half a minute for you to go over how people can get a hold of you and about your book. My guest is Roy Blitzer. His book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. And, again, people can find you. Tell at, us again. At my email, which is Roy at rjbconsulting.biz. And as a cross-reference, that Hire Me book has two other more detailed supplementary pieces, interviews that get offers and resumes that get results. Mm 
that with the entire threesome, you'll be set. <laughs> Everything so you'd ever need to know. If somebody is listening to this and they're, in, they're stuck in terms of packaging themselves or getting the right job that they want or trying to become entrepreneurial in their work or even starting something different, do you do individual consultations? I do indeed, and thank you for asking. Obviously, with a national audience, it, it is difficult to do it when you can't look the person in the eye. But I have done lots of very successful interventions and engagements with people who are willing to make the connection okay. via some kind of technical means. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. Again, my guest is Roy Blitzer. He's an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. His book is Hire Me, Inc., one of three, Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and some to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here. Yeah. Let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Roy Blitzer, an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. His new book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job, and he's written other books and interviewed many people, 
and he really knows how you can make yourself successful in doing what you love doing. Okay, Rory, welcome back. Thank you again. Let, let's talk about the Internet and, and the role that that's playing now. Okay. Um, do you want all sorts of wonderful opinions? Yes. Okay, I think the Internet is a very integral part of your job satisfaction and your job search process. It gives you the opportunity to gather data. It gives you opportunity to learn about the people who may be interviewing you. It gives you opportunities to learn about what jobs might be open. However, for those people who are more introverted in nature, for people who don't like putting themselves out there, the interview, excuse me, the internet can become a crutch. You think you're looking for a job when you go to the internet and reply. But the data says that for every job you see, there must be between 1,500 and 2,000 people applying for it. Mm. So the chances of them picking you, no matter how well we package you, mm-hmm. is really slim. The Internet should be a way to increase your networking. All the data that I had when I was doing outplacement counseling says the way you get a job mm-hmm. is through other people. And the new mantra is, it used to be when we were growing up, it's not who you know, not what you know, but who you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's not who you know, but who knows you. That's true. And we need to get people away from sitting at their computers all day long and thinking they're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. The chances of them calling you back are slim. The chances of you taking what you see, emailing your core of 50 people and say, I found a job at Easy Tool. Who knows anyone there? Mm-hmm. And you get a name back and your opening statement is, you know, Patricia Raskin suggested we meet. Right. That's it. You are already get on top of the pile. Mm-hmm. The Internet is, I think, a wonderful source for sites that will show you where jobs are. It's a wonderful source of data collection to find out about the company, to read the annual report, to see who's running the place that you might know or somebody might know, your kid's soccer coach, for example. Mm-hmm. And you need to use the Internet as a, one of the strategies for getting the job, but you can't put all your energies there or you're going to be just sitting at home. Mm-hmm. So it's still, it's still all about networking. Remember, remember those days and they still have them? I, Ivan Beisner, who that I um, interviewed, wrote the book The Masters of Networking, and he started, I, I think it's called, what is it called, ISN or IBN? It's a, it's a special networking group where people come from different professions mm-hmm. and they give each other leads. Well, that's a wonderful thing. There's also LinkedIn, which is a, um, a site, www.linkedin.com, mm-hmm. which is another Internet version of that where you put in the name of somebody that you know and then there, six degrees of separation pops yeah, up. There you go. And that's another, I mean, it, it has, the Internet is a wonderful way to get you connected, but nothing, and my younger counselees have a hard time with this, nothing beats going to a Churchill Club meeting or going to a, a conference like you would do and meeting and hanging out with people mm-hmm. that might be able to help you. Mm-hmm. And just, um, you know, it's kind of like people who want to meet the right person. Oh, yeah, this is very much linked you know, to it, it, getting it, a, a partner, is getting a job, I agree. Yeah, I mean, people have, you know, have said, just, you know, be the best person you can be and, and just shine and, and you will start attracting. 
And not that you're not looking, but let people know who you are and what you what you love. I and think you've got the right attack approach. The other thing that's very is you have to be genuine. You know, for example, I know so many people that you know, you know, join a church group and they aren't religious. Mm-hmm. They don't believe. Well, who are they going to meet there? Mm-hmm. You know, because they meet people who are you know committed. Yeah. You're not going to find the right one. Or if one of my colleagues was in a divorce situation and. His wife was a was a big drinker, and they got separated. The first place he went to meet someone was at a bar. Well, gee, you know, there's a good chance they aren't big drinkers, but you're just increasing your percentages threefold by trying to do that. It's just not a good strategy. Right. Or repeating what you had before. <laughs> of course, and it's, before. The same, and it's the same with the job, yeah. and the same with packaging yourself. Exactly. This uh, Ivan Meisner, he founded BNI, which is Business Network International. And it, it started in Arcadia, California, and it's all over the world now. It has, in less than 15 years, it's gone to thousands of chapters throughout the world. It's a great concept. Yeah, and, and so that's, that's kind of what you're talking about. Just exactly. you know, have your strengths and let people know what they are. More important, just what you said. Hi, I'm in transition now. I'm doing you know, radio talk shows, but I'm very interested in expanding my world towards speaker conventions. Yeah. Who do you know? Who should I talk yeah. to? Yeah. Well, and it's very interesting. I was telling you um, at, at the break, kind of my new venture, you know, from having interviewed so many people, and, and I want to share this because I think if you look at your purpose, I mean, I'm very clear that I'm the catalyst. Now, I also give talks, and I can, I can perform in that sense and, and be out there, but what I love most is the networking. So my role as the bumblebee, which is my symbol, is I'm the pollinator and I'm the catalyst. So the things go through me and I get it out there. I mean, now I'm taking what you do and I'm getting it out there through the airwaves. Well, I've always been a connector and I've always been into wellness and health for years. So now I have this opportunity, as I told you, to bring speakers to resorts, to retreats, and gather up the people, do the promotion. Now, how does that tie in? I've done a lot of event planning. I certainly have interviewed enough people. I know how to sell and communicate. I believe in this. I'm working with people of like mind. Now, that opportunity took me many, many years to manifest. And so what I'm sa- what you're saying is if you can try to align your values, and, and that's what I'm doing, aligning my values with what my skills are, but it took me a while to really find something that could tie in so many of my skills. And it's also evolving. This may take a different shape later on. We that's aren't true. cement. We are moving sort of in evolving individuals where I think you've got a nice mix is that you've got a, a captive audience. I People do. that are interested in that kind of wellness are also interested in getting better personally. Absolutely. And, and that and, whole concept works. And, you know, I'd like to talk to you about something because it's a little bit of a spiritual concept, and it isn't. It isn't, it isn't. But so many folks are talking about intuition in business. Mm-hmm. You know, how really following that gut instinct really makes a difference and really works. Address that, Roy. Okay. I think that's an interesting concept that you need to be clear about when it's appropriate and when it's not. Okay. I think what do you diff- mean? For example, if you're in a hiring situation and okay. everyone asks the same questions so you can get an assessment of how people see your ideal candidate. Right. And you have an intuition or a gut that tells you something is not right with this person. All right. That's when you speak up. 
You know, that's when you say, you know, I don't feel good about this individual. There's something going on with him or her that's not right. And these are the things that came back when I asked these questions. Mm, I think your intuition is important, especially in hiring, especially in key decisions for new products, new strategies. It isn't always appropriate to have, you know, your intuitive nature overpower data, especially if you're in a marketing arena where market data and Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. is very important. Where the facts are really telling you something. Exactly. But certainly in hiring someone, in decisions that are much more, for example, you know, where to go for an event. You know, you're having your sales conference and you go to look at a hotel, you go to look at a resort and something about it isn't right. You know, that's the time when it's important because the human touch and the intuitive nature is very, very, very important. But it can't overpower decisions that may have more impact to them than just, you know, the, the softer skills that where data is really key. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the interview mm-hmm. and also about job offers. I think that that's also important is... You know what? Sh- what should people do there? And and maybe a little bit about if you decide you want to go the entrepreneurial route, what are some of the, the things you should take into consideration? My pleasure. That'll be uh, great. My guest today is Roy Blitzer. He's the author of Hire Me Inc. And again, if you want to get a hold of Roy, you can email him Roy at rjbconsulting.biz. Perfect. rjbconsulting.biz. Okay, again, uh, his book is Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. And when we come back, we're going to talk more to Roy, and you can certainly give us a call at 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and Free Your Mind. Open your heart and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. 
Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products, get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern on the voice america channel living the green life for a human healthy and planet-friendly lifestyle voiceamerica.com hi everyone we are back you are listening to positive living and i'm patricia raskin Still time to call in at 866-472-5788. My guest today is Roy Blitzer. He's the author of Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. Roy Blitzer is an executive and management consultant with more than 28 years of experience as a human resources and business management professional. He's worked with some of the top Fortune 500 companies and really has a handle on how you can get the job that you want. Welcome back, Roy. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about... um, the interview and also getting the offer. Tie those in together. Okay. First of all, in terms of the interview, one of the things you need to remember is that the initial contact and the initial hit is made somewhere within the ten, you know, to you know, forty-five seconds that you meet someone in terms of what kind of reaction they get to you. So a, a firm, clear. Positive handshake is good. Posture is important. Eye contact is important. Just the little things that we know create contact impressions are important for the interview. There needs to be something that you can have to sort of break the ice when someone asks you, you know, that question about how you're doing, do you have any trouble get here? You need to have some kind of reply or answer that will some in one way distinguish you as a little bit more what I would say clever or interesting than the next person. So you can't have a limp handshake, you've got to give good eye contact, you've got to be on time, if not early, you can't be flustered, you know, if you're in a snowstorm and you get there right on time and you're dusting off your wet wool, mm-hmm. that's not good. If you're not a compulsive personality, the job interview, you need to be a little. Get there early. Make sure that the lobby are relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a con- you know, it's like trying to put your best foot forward. Do you think, Roy, that you should rehearse? And what I mean by that is that you should have someone or you should write out the real tough questions and then answer them before ah, the interview. Not only that, I think you should put that person put you on video. Of course you rehearse. The work... Mm-hmm. The world says that when you visualize your success and practice it beforehand, the chances of being good at it improve. Not only do you, what I suggest you do is first you look at who they're looking for. You know, they're, let's say they're hiring a receptionist. We want someone that is able to multitask and who is good with people. So what mm-hmm. questions will they ask? Well, one of the questions, if you want to find out if the person can multitask, is what does a busy day look like for you? Mm-hmm. How do you handle lots of things going on? That's one question. If you want to see if they're good with people, you don't say, are you good with people? Anyone's going to answer yes. Tell me about an interpersonal conflict or issue you've had with someone. 
Mm-hmm. How did you resolve it? What is the relationship like with the person now? Mm-hmm. If you're hiring a receptionist, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. How is their package? Are they wearing a see-through blouse and zoris and short shorts? You know, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. And if that's the first impression that you get when you go to this company, then you need to make sure that you... It's like auditioning for a, a part. Some mm-hmm. actors go in costume. Exactly. And some so, all there. right, Roy, let's say that uh, you pass and you get the offer. Mm-hmm. Now what? Okay, first of all, you don't do anything or say anything until you get the offer in writing. Okay. What about negotiating prices? Oh, you get. I still think you should do that after you get it in writing. Okay. And I like the Patricia win-win. I'm really looking forward to working with you. I'm looking forward to having this job. There's a few things that we need to tweak a little bit with your letter. Mm-hmm. And what do you need to be tweaking? Well, I'm I'm a little concerned that the base pay was a little bit different than what my expectations were. My emotional goal was somewhere, you know, higher than what you've presented. What kind of flexibility do we have? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. never mention the braces and the college tuitions and the new car. It's what value you can bring. I know that I'm a fast learn. I'm a plug and play. Mm-hmm. You'll save a fortune when mm-hmm. I start because I'm not having any training. I wish you people should listen to this and then listen to it on the Internet and rewind what you just said. I know. You those were good, weren't they? Oh, you said it so well and very smoothly and with confidence. It wasn't like, oh, 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 gee, you know, I'm sorry I'm asking you for more money. It no, you're worth what? it. You know, exactly. And the other thing you need to do is say, you know, I really am confident that we can make this happen. The research that I've done says that radio interviewers have a little bit more compensation than I see here. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make that more consistent with what the market is. Mm-hmm. I can oh. really add value to this. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. If you go into the issues where, well, you know, I was making $10,000 more beforehand, oh, they don't care what you're making beforehand. They're, this is what the job is ranged. Right. So let's say somebody's listening to this right now. And they're saying, oh, is he good? I'm about to negotiate with my employer, and I don't know what to do. Could they call you for a consult? Oh, I would be thrilled if they'd call me for a consult. Yeah, what, like in a fact, one-time? They can, yeah. What? Like for a one-time or a two-time? Oh, sure. In fact, I'd even get them to buy the book. Patricia, write in the book. I've got all those lines about what to mm. say. Plus, I give you examples of when people say weird things back and how to handle it. Mm-hmm. I try to do just what you said, give you the tough questions, what mm-hmm. the answers would be, give you an opportunity to have a behavioral rehearsal. These things can be practiced. It's just like the interview. You need to go on videotape. What do you look like? Are you slouching? Are you fiddling with your pen? Mm-hmm. Are you tapping your feet? Did you take your shoes off and you didn't think anyone would notice? Mm-hmm. You need to be clear. This is This is important. Getting a job and looking for a job and finding your life's happiness is a full-time job. And you're a successful profession, and look what it's taken to get to the point. It's an evolution. It's, not, it's like puberty. It doesn't end. For a lot of people, it's a process. And you have to see it that way. Are you ready for one piece of sobering statistic? Sure. 
Once you take a job, and the data says it can take you as much as one month for every $10,000 you want to earn. So if you want to earn $50,000, it could take you five months to get a job. Mm, one the, month for every $10,000. Right. And here's the scary wow. part. Once you get it, the average job lasts between 20 and 22 months. So you're out there looking again. This is a very fluid world we live in. No one works for the same place forever. Like they did years ago. Yeah. And one of my colleagues said, you know, it's like buying a car. You don't buy a car and expect it to last 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's the same with your career. These young people graduating college, they're going to have three different careers, if not umpteen jobs in between. And if you're very structured and very rigid and you love order and preciseness, then you're going to find yourself <laughs> having a tough time. That's not what it is. They're measuring flexibility and looseness. Mm-hmm. And that's who you need to portray yourself. And if you're not that way, try to get the most secure environment you can. Even the government isn't secure anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Exactly. So, so here's my question. Uh, we have just a couple minutes left. If people get one thing out of this interview today, what is it you want them to get? How about two? Can I take two? Absolutely. Okay. The first thing is basically be sure you know who you are, what your skills are, what you're interested in, and what's value important to you. That's the first thing. Second thing is networking. If you want a new way of life, you talk to as many people as you can. People that have the ideal job, spend time with them. It may not be quite as ideal as it looks. Talk to people. See if you can figure out who in the world, in your world, can give you information that will somehow be direct and clear about whether this is something that might be suitable for you. So it's skills, interests, and value, and networking. And to that own self be true, I guess that's not a bad one either. Yeah, absolutely. And what... Um what is one thing that you'd like people to look out for as, as they're doing this process? What should they always keep in mind? Okay, they need to keep in mind that it's not about you. Mm. That it's really about the other person. That you need to solve their problems, be importantly and valuable to them. You think when they come to interview that it's really about you, it's not. Should I leave you with the Bette Mittler story? Sure, I think we have time. Okay, Beth Mittler had a line that she was spending all her time, and she said, gee, we've been talking for all this time, and I've spent all this time talking about me. Let me focus on you for a moment. Mm -hmm. What do you think of me? Mm. (laughs) It's really not about you. It's about them. And you need to solve problems for them, be invaluable to them, and be the product that they cannot live without. Mm-hmm. And it is about them, not you, even though we want to think it is. Mm. Well, you've been just a wonderful guest. And you have been delightful. You're a good interviewer. Good strength. Well, thank you very much. Coming from somebody who really knows. Yes, well, I've enjoyed <laughs> myself tremendously, and I hope I brought some value to the people yes, that are listening. Before we go, let's just give one more time. Let's give out your information. My email and accessibility ratio is real high. I get back to everybody. It's Roy at rjbconsulting.biz. I will help you with anything from a simple uh, consult on how to handle a negotiation to be doing long-term strategy work for you. 
Thank you so much. Roy Blitzer, author of the book, Hire Me, Inc., Package Yourself to Get Your Dream Job. Stay on the line, Roy. Sure. Okay, next week I have on a wonderful guest. And her business, her name is Ann Sagendorf. She's a business marketing and prosperity catalyst. And her business is beyond business as usual, sourcing your own wealth and freedom. And her genius is in her ability to help others discuss, discover their innate genius and true voice and turn that genius into a standout marketing and profitable business practice, which is what we talked about today. But So we're talking about business and making your creativity work for you. Folks, until next time, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, find the support that you need, and remember you can make your dreams happen. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great day. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.